0: Welcome to day 97 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in Samuel chapter 1 through 3 with a focus on Samuel chapter 1 verses 9 through 19. After they had eaten and drank in Shiloh, Hannah rose. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. How long will you go on being drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman troubled in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a workless woman, for all I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you your partition that you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. They arose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. Then they went back to their home, Aruma. And he knew his wife, and the Lord remembered her. This is the second day in a row where we're talking about just women who understood, who got it. And Hannah, while it might seem like just a footnote, the beginning of Samuel is not one to gleam over reading it we'll see we see that she was afflicted because of her husband's other wife and once again going back to that issue of polygamy and and the tensions that it created and but we're told that her husband loved her gave her a double portion of things and and took well care of her And yet she was grieved and bereaved because childbearing, especially in those days, was seen as such a sacred and honorable thing that that women could do. And it is still a very sacred and honorable thing. And yet she's distraught. And she's just bowing before the Lord and praying. And we're told that she speaks out of her spirit, right? And her lips aren't moving. And that's misinterpreted for drunkenness. And yet she corrects the priest And he understands and essentially apologizes, but then blesses her. And after she's blessed, it said, and her heart was sad no more. And she went on her way. And then she conceived. God remembered. I really like that last. And God remembered her. You know what the great part is, is she made the vow. God remembered her. And then she kept true to it. And I often think about how difficult it must have been for Hannah. Hannah. All those years of not having a child, desperately wanting one, and then being given one. And what does she do? She turns around and she gives him right back to God. Not in like a sacrificial, oof, child sacrifice way, but more as a living sacrifice. He's going to serve at the temple. He's going to essentially be a Nazarene. You know, No razor shall touch his head. We've come across that a few times. In fact, Samson was of that nature. But Samuel... As we'll read later, does a lot better job of holding true to his covenant with God. The covenant that his mother made, no less. There are many verses in the Bible where we're told, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? Or uh, put for first the Lord, or you know, let your heart's desires come from God. Well, her heart's desire was to have a son. And what she does is she goes, But God I'll put you first. If you give me this son, I'll give him right back. And she does. She does. Once the child's weaned, he serves in the, the temple. He, he serves and, and, and helps the priests and goes on to have two books of the Bible. And yet none of that would have happened without an honest woman's prayer of sincerity before the Lord. A woman who went to the altar, pleaded, and then poured out. And after Eli speaks words of encouragement to her, she gets up and she was no longer sad. In other words, she left it with God. She left the request and the petition with God. And we we see this again in Philippians when it says, make your requests known to God with all thanksgiving and petition. You know, and his peace will guard our hearts and minds. Well, it sounds like in that moment, his peace took over her heart and mind, and she could go back to celebrating the feast that they were there to celebrate as they were also making their yearly sacrifices. Worship can be difficult. And because sometimes people worship and pray differently, there can be misunderstanding. That's in this story too. So we need to make room for people who worship differently. I remember growing up, I had a really hard time with flags, in the church I, I didn't get it I didn't understand it I actually thought it was a little weird like what is this river dance and then as I got older I, I noticed that some people were genuinely connecting with God in a deeper and richer way than I was because they had a freedom that I couldn't and now I watch my little girl dance with a flag and I see her connecting with God even at her tender young age and I understand now like there there are different avenues and it's my understandings of maybe what it was were wrong. And so we've got to make room for how people are worshiping and how people are praying, right? If it's not going against scripture, if it's not, you know, creating tension and uh, a divide, then sometimes what we need to do is, is look to the heart of it and go, wow, the heart is really sincere and really good. And the other time is, is, we need to pray for one another. If, p- if people are before the altar praying, or if people are in their moment praying, and God moves on your heart, hey, I need to go pray for this person, go pray for them. Sometimes that agreeance, you know, may God grant you that petition, is, is what moves heaven and earth. We're told, you know, we're two or three are gathered, so are God, and we're, we're told if we ask it in His name, right? We need each other. This is a story about. One woman's fierce devotion and an honest, contrite heart and prayer and request, a misunderstanding that, when cleared up, is affirmed, and then God, remember. Oh, powerful words. Let's pray together. Let's worship together. Let's make room for one another. Let's lift each other's burdens up. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.